Spartans to Mission Debrief. We're playing every mission of the mainline Halo video game series in chronological order, discussing our experiences and sprinkling in a little lore along the way. If you'd like to play along and have your thoughts read on the show, email us at podcastevolved at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved on Twitter. We'll be playing the Regret Mission on the next episode. This episode, we're debriefing Delta Halo from Halo Ooh. 2. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, alongside David Arnold. Hello, everybody. And Krista Brown. There are two halos. How could this be? (laughs) (coughs) On his way, last mission, last mission, on his way to neutralizing the heretic, the Arbiter encounters the Flood. Urtas and his contingent help Thel slice their way through the overrun mining facility and eventually cut the cord that's dangling the structure. With the facility in freefall, the Arbiter tracks down and murders Sessa Rafumi before Tartarus shows up and brings everyone, including 343 Guilty Spark, back to high charity. This mission, we're back to Chief, so the in-amber-clad emerges from slipspace outside of another Halo. Keys orders Cortana to give her as much information on the Halo as possible, and then orders Chief and Johnson to figure out why the Prophet of Regret came to this second Halo. Our heroes do just that with the help of a healthy UNSC weapon and vehicle arsenal. Lots of boom in this mission. The date of the game, uh, the date of the mission is November 2nd, 2552, which is two weeks from the Holy previous shit. mission. Two weeks That's in slip space. That's a lot of space. time. So does that mean that it's far away? Or does slip yes. space just takes a long time or longer well, than we think? Well, wasn't um, the um, Alpha Ring from Halo 1 was the closest ring to the Milky Way galaxy, I think. So this one's even farther away yeah, from that one. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. No, these... it's all in the Milky Way galaxy. So I think you just oh, mean sorry. tells us to... Yeah, to um, the soul system. Reach. Yeah. Soul system, whatever it says, reach day. Yeah. Well, reach so... is the soul system, but yeah, it's the closest one to reach because no, that's where they, they yeah, skedaddled well, from, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. So two weeks is a long time, long ways away. So yeah. they're twiddling their thumbs, playing lots of checkers. In they're in also Amberclad. using Covenant slip space technology because they're kind of piggybacking on the Corvette. That's true. So I mean, the Covenant slip space technology is a little more advanced than the humans at this point, meaning mm-hmm. that they can they're more precise in you know where the coordinates are and how like humanity are, are just like just don't we need to get to this rock just don't teleport us into the rock yeah. while the covenant are like we want to be uh you know um three three about three minutes from landing you know, right just a little bit to the north whatever i don't <laughs> know coordinates so <laughs> good job krista i don't know <laughs> so who wants to take us through this is a great opening cutscene. who wants to take oh this it's one? awesome it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Krista, do you want to do it? Yep. So you see the uh, the Covenant ship come out of slip space with a bunch of buildings and debris, and in that debris is in amber clad. And of course, everyone's like, um, excuse me, but uh, there seems to be some kind of uh, object. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I wonder what it is. And Cortana's like, that's another Halo, guys. Yep. We made it. We did it. We made it to Halo 2. <laughs> but Hor- Halo Cortana 2. knew this, right? Because we knew that from the first Halo. She knew there was more out there. Yes. Well, Cortana would have, but... Well, it also depends because Cortana also inhaled a lot of data from accessing that one Halo. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things the Forerunners did was make the other Halos invisible to each other so someone can't go from Halo to Halo. 
I'm pretty sure, sure that was a thing. Right. Because the, like, the monitors don't know exactly where the other monitors are, right? They just know how to contact each other. Yeah, I think it's kind of it's in a lot of the um, the Forerunner trilogy books of, like, how at the end of the war, Forerunner was very much compartmentalized, a lot of their information. Compartment. Yeah, just so that everyone doesn't have access to everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, knowing, downloading the data from that Halo who knows what Cortana knew about the other Halos, she might have known that they existed, but, eh, because she, I mean, she didn't know about certain things um, later in the series that happened, so who knows? Well, no, she fa- she discovered oh, the array, right? I think so, because I think doesn't Guilty Spark say that, like, when connected to the other array, it has a whatever, a range of X. Oh, it does, yeah. There's, no, there's a throwaway yeah. comment there about that. So we, we knew there was more than one. Yep. Okay, so she says, that's another Halo. Everyone's like, big gasp, mic drop, you know, music plays, <laughs> credits roll. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, but, you know, Sergeant John, everyone's very shocked. Um, and then, of course, Miranda kind of is living on the legacy of her father at this point. Yeah, but so. Miranda's awesome. Like, these next Miranda, couple missions. Miranda's amazing. Miranda's yeah. a stud. Right. She, she was she's definitely a little more useful than keys was in halo one but of course she's like oh this is what my father found she wants no more information about it she immediately the strategy starts mm-hmm. you know coming to fruition and you know get get people on the ground get stuff figured out find regret because the main mission right now is to keep finding regret mm-hmm. so that's about all that happens master chief drops sergeant johnson uh, loads up in a pelican I do like the like camaraderie between Sergeant Johnson and Master Chief, and oh, yeah. um, you know the ba- the banging on the um, ODST pod, kind of say mm-hmm. yeah, let's go. I like um, the part where Johnson kind of chokes on a cigar too. Like, <laughs> yes. <Halo>. Yeah. Say <laughs> <Like>, what? <laughs> um, on the main channel, we just uh, went through Silent Storm, so that kind of talks a little more about Sergeant Johnson and Chief. So it, mm-hmm. it kind yeah. of is a cool cool moment now that we know a little bit more about their relationship but that's yeah. basically the cutscene. well Long then we drop on we, we hop in the pods and drop we oh, yeah you get the that awesome is really ass drop. and then we make a lot of noise that's right i do like the jackal like totally harassing that poor girl yeah <laughs> with the like it's like a bear toy or something so very awesome bits of trivia guys so during the opening cinematics of the Halo, Grunt can be seen playing with different toys depending on the difficulty. On easy, he plays with a stick and dirt. On normal, it's with a plasma <laughs> grenade. On heroic, it's with fire. And on legendary, it's with a Master Chief doll. And the Grunt oh. doll's in his hand. The objects disappear shortly after the UNSE after the pods drop in. And then in the blur cinematics for Halo Anniversary, the Grunt toys are all beyond the difficulty. So this time the Jackal is dangling a doll above the Grunt who's beginning at the so the dolls drop in is either a your die deck on easy librarian on normal john on heroic and a rampant cortana on legendary oh that's really cool cool. i didn't actually notice that i'll have to rewatch that cutscene a couple times now (laughs) on all the different difficulties that's cool it's interesting because a lot of these characters if you're playing the series in chronological order you don't know half of those characters yeah, mm-hmm. right. I'm guessing rampant Cortana is just pink Cortana. I'm not sure. I've never seen it, and I don't. I know I've done it on Legendary, but I don't remember noticing that. All right, before we get too far down into things that we shouldn't know about yet, um, let's <laughs> talk about these ruins. 
like, what's going on with these ruins? It's weird. I feel like aesthetically it's cool because you're on this unknown you know forerunner ring thing but did do the forerunners live in these ruins did they work in these like why are there ruins here so i was actually trying to look up more information about delta halo and there's actually not that much known about delta halo probably Mm -hmm. the best um the best theory i could come up with was the halos were basically zoos I mean, they were preservation yeah. sites, mm-hmm. which means other species lived on these rings. The Forerunners never lived on the rings. They just worked on the rings. Okay, and these sure. are obviously some kind of stone, very primitive buildings. So it could either be something from ancient humanity, ancient Sangheili, or ancient some other species we don't mm-hmm. even know about that resided on the ring before the rings fired to collect and index them for the mm-hmm. librarian. That makes so sense. So that's... Cause there, it's really highlighted throughout the entire mission, this one and the next one, these, like, ruins of these stone buildings. Mm-hmm. And they're right next to the Forerunner, the very, you know, silvery, metal, um, kind of very sci-fi buildings. Right. There's an obvious distinction. So, I I'm guessing... have kind of interesting integrated tech. And I'm thinking about, like, Sarada's mission where you activate a bridge, you go into this stone ancient temple and have all these uber buttons and holographic things and that you activate mm-hmm. so i didn't get the impression and well i was in more of a forerunner building though wasn't it i don't know the no, aesthetic the... of the buildings all seem the same they're all like ruined stone brick i think ruins. that building was more of a forerunner building me okay because i think there was a big distinction between the like brown buildings and the more silvery buildings mm-hmm. or maybe it was just the interior was more silvery or at least because yeah. you see the Forerunner buildings out on the lake because they're like, these are the buildings we need to get going to because that's where mm-hmm. Regret is. And those are bluish, silvery, very Forerunner-esque. Yeah. And these ones are completely different aesthetically. So let's talk about the drop zone area. I guess this encounter in general is, is fun because you start with a rocket launcher um, and you can start blowing stuff up. Um, it just kind of sets the tone for what you're going to be doing on this mission. I asked the community, and we'll yeah, get to it later, control. kind of what what is the better first mission on a Halo. And it, it's they're very different because this one kind of just throws you into the fray right away, whereas in um, Combat Evolved, it's kind of a slow build to more to more and more aggressive combat. But by now, we kind of know what we're doing, so it kind of throws you right into the into the mix. And you get to um, not there's there's the covenant that's dug in here waiting for you, and then they also come and bring a couple a couple drops as well. So uh, I think the intro was really cool. I loved how it started, and apparently, Bungie had plans to begin the level where you actually as chief in the pod. So in the same way that as ODST uh, started, mm-hmm. where you you were actually oh. our chief in first person inside the pod. Yeah, two pelicans would fly by. The window in the pod, your player would then have to save from the turrets when you see in the opening cutscene, but they, they cut it out. The intro. But so it's just a cutscene. As yeah, opposed yeah. to you actually playing That'd be in cool. the uh, yeah, like it'd be really cool. Yeah. That'd as it cool. is, it's still an awesome cutscene. Yeah, no, it's good. And this whole little area is good. Um you clear out the area originally, um, and then you kind of radio into Johnson that the landing clear the landing zone's clear. Um, but then some more phantoms are inbound, so so you got to deal with the drops, and then eventually, once you clear out the area, then you get a warthog, right? 
Yay, Warthog. Yay. Mm, it's Warthog. Oh my, you guys... that Pelican drop is so slow. I'm just like sitting <laughs> yeah. there like, it's coming. Oh, it's going to happen. I'm going to get that Warthog. It's it's going to happen soon. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh my God. Did you guys drive the Warthog or did it take the gun this time? I drove, oh, I drove it. it. Yeah. You don't really have far to go. No. Before I just you... nixed a ghost as soon as I could after that, though. You did, Just yeah. abandoned the Warthog, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you kind of you hop in the Warthog, you just kind of go up a little area, kind of up a little hill, and then kind of down a hill, uh, clear out all the Covenant there, and then that's where you get to that structure that, that David was talking about, where the um, there's a, a wraith on the other side that's just annoying. Griefing um, you, yeah. And you can take it out um, with the Warthog if you want, or you can just, like, let it, I guess you could just let it keep firing. Um, but there are quite a bit of Covenant within the building. So you need to clear that area out before you can get inside. And then you see a hologram of uh, regret, right? And does that yep. one talk too? I didn't. I didn't sit there and, and stare it at that. It doesn't one. talk in English. It does kind of the hymns. Okay. The chant, in the different yeah. language, yeah. Uh, and that's where the terminal's inside there too. Yeah, it's on the left. Mm-hmm. Left wall. The terminal's there, and then is it in that same room? Because I, I missed the button for the bridge the first time. I like kind of ran around and then yeah, it's came in the back same and found room. it. It's all in the same room. Okay. So the terminal's in there, and then the um, the button to and did you watch with the bridge kind of go down? It, it slides down the side of the building. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super cool to see that. I just kind of stared at that and like, ooh. It's a really cool set technology. piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's that waterfall in the background, just really setting the mood, just setting that you killing mood. You take me killing to the nicest mood. places. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then another um, wraith shows up, as well as a, you know some ghosts and a banshee. So hitting that button does lots of things. Well, and also us. we get a present. We do get yeah. a present. My favorite. We get a wonderful present, and just like the other one, it's like, oh, it's coming! I see it. See it up oh there. yeah i didn't get outside and see it you it floats in from a ways away yeah and if you don't kill the wraith before that man that pelican can take a lot of wraith shots oh, the really? wraith just keeps peppering it. it's really <laughs> funny. funny i'm like wow that that's like the fifth wraith shot that hit you directly sergeant johnson you're doing a really good job i don't know what kind of tech tech you have the, in there it's the best pelican they ever made it refuses to I crash can- it's the only one that hasn't crashed. <laughs> um, yeah, so now it's good times with the scorpion, and um, at my scorpion was on fire as always. You know, that's that's just you know, that's just mine was too. Even on normal mine, too mine, this time. Towards the end, mine was on fire yeah, as well. I got a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. You take There's a lot a of hits. A lot segment. of ghosts, like they are swarming around you. There's a lot yeah. of ghosts, and then you, you get um, flanked a lot in general because you're slowly moving forward, and then all of a sudden, like, you poke through an area, and then you're getting smoked from all sides. Um, yeah, so we go through this this kind of tunnel thing and then kind of find some more ruins, and um, it's just lots of ruins areas here, right, where we continue to, to proceed through in our, in our tank, take out as much, and it's all Covenant. It's all pretty much this mixture of of um blue and red and jackals and grunts just everybody throwing everything that they can at us yeah it's just a lot of it's basically the rest of this mission is just a big firefight through these temples Mm -hmm. before we do eventually have to ditch oh yeah so we kind of get up to the um 
you finally find your way to this structure, right? And then you do have to d- jump out of the scorpion finally at that point. Um, yeah. The big structure, and there's like some turrets on the side and whatnot. I hopped into a ghost at this point. Mm-hmm. And Krista, you said you had a ghost the entire time? <laughs> well, I I went in the scorpion up until that point, and then the rest of the time I had a ghost up until okay. you couldn't drive a ghost anymore. But it was literally like, this ghost's about to die. Hop off, immediately capture another one. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep going like that. I was trading them off because there's so I many. Brought, you know, I bring my tank all the way up to the actual pelican drop. I just never get out of it until I have to have to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, that, that's more or less what I did too. The pelican drop. You talking about the reinforcement drop? Yeah. Well, the, the when you get to the main structure, the pelican drop comes in, and it's the first time where you actually see the weapon containers yes. getting dropped down for you. I'm like, this is so, so cool. cool. That's why I love so about cool. this mission. It's getting these human weapon drops. I think it's awesome. Yep. Resupplies. And, and they're just kind of like slammed into the ground at angles. Yeah. You can have what did you guys pick that. up at this point then? Did you pick up... I picked up BR and Sniper, I believe. BR That's what I always, picked up. I think a Sniper as well, but I like to... Like, I like to give my Marines and ODSTs if they're around uh, power weapons. So if I oh, can, yeah. I... Because a lot of them drop in with, like, the, the SMG. I'm like, that's pointless. Right. So I, I take it off and give them a BR, give them a shotgun or whatever. I think you get One a rocket guys had there. a shotgun. I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Except he killed me with it once and oh. i was so pissed off i was really mad because he was just shooting at the wall and just happened to hit me i'm like really dude i i, I uh took away his shotgun after that <laughs> give me that shotgun <laughs> you're in Don't timeout murder go me. sit in the corner <laughs> and there's other holograms throughout the mission of regret and he's um giving a sermon of sorts um some of them talk some of them don't um all of them are know? equally as ugly. They are <laughs> in both <laughs> in both uh, graphic settings, right? They're not. They're just kind of weird to look at. Sinshaihum are not very attractive. Yeah, that long neck. I was looking at that long neck in one of the cutscenes today. It's like that's a really, really long neck. <laughs> no one needs a neck that long. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like they just peer into the other room with just their neck. They're like, hello. <laughs> it's just a droopy, long, wrinkly neck. Weird, very alien. But they, I mean, they do a good job. I feel like Halo does a really good job. When you when you think of the Star Treks of the world and Star Wars, well, Star Wars does a pretty good job with their aliens. But um, a lot of the sci-fi is just kind of like, oh, it's a, a human, but with a wrinkly face or something like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the, these aliens actually do. I mean, granted, they're all bipeds, but they still do look very different than just humans. Yeah. Um, the next area we kind of get to, and I thought the title was great. It was off the rock through the bush, nothing but Jackal, which is a, <laughs> like a, um, a horse. It's a playoff of horse from basketball and just all this, it's like j- j- Jackal Valley, essentially, right? You pop uh, through so down through that waterfall lots of snipers. and there's just lots of snipers. This, this part is rough on, on legendary. Oh, Very yeah. rough. Anytime there's jackal snipers, it's rough. There are a lot of jackal snipers throughout this mission. <laughs> I di- see. I feel like I didn't explore this area, this mission in general. When you're on plane of normal, it's pr- it's not hard, right? It's it's pretty, you know. Yeah, I, you I, I die a couple times easily. here and there just because I'm being you know too Rambo man. 
but yeah, you don't really have to explore that much. But when I was on Legendary, I feel like I was like, go, you know, okay, I'm going to go down this side and try to go down on this side of the valley and see if that's going to help. But no, okay, I died there. Now I'm going to go down below. I went down below into the like that waterfall basin, and I think that's where I actually ended up having success, like taking everybody out down there. What's your guys' approach on the higher higher difficulties in this little valley area? I just snipe as much as possible. Me too. A lot of sniping, and then there is a sword on the ground if you follow the river under the cave. Mm-hmm. And there's a sword in there, so that's very useful. Also, there's a few other human weapon drops down at the bottom, so they're actually helpful for sniper ammo and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, a lot of sniping. I do go... I try and avoid the cave, because I think um, there's a lot... I think it spawns in a bunch of um, buggers. It does, yeah. Not drones, so I try to avoid that if I can. Oh, so if you don't go in that cave, no drone shop? Is that what you're saying? I don't think so. Hmm. I always find my way to that cave, and I always find myself hating shooting those drones. Yeah, They're so much harder so in this much. open area, too, because they can just fly all, all over the place. Um, but if you can catch them in the the cave, you could actually, you know, they're actually a little more, bit more manageable. Because I mean, it's it's hard when you're, you know, you're trying to aim at these drones flying off in the air, and then you have this jackal just, you know, eyeing you up, taking you out from a distance that you may have forgotten yeah. to get right away. So this little this spot is tough. Um, the the weapon drop is kind of nice too, which is, which you mentioned. So you get to see some more weapon drops here. I picked up some more sniper ammo. I never picked up a rocket launcher. Did you guys grab a rocket launcher? No, I really don't oh, play with yeah, a rocket time. launcher. I like it. You do here? Especially in, um, I've done it once or twice, but the rocket launcher I tend to pick up and throw away pretty fast. Mm-hmm. I like I, I may not even use all the ammo in it before I'm dropping it for a sniper or something else. Yeah. Um, it's rare that I would give it to the AI because they're not the best with it. They They'll will kill themselves up. and you. Yeah. So. Yep. Stupid yep. AI. Stupid AI. <laughs> so when you finally survive this little area, this little valley, um, and we get to use our headlamp again. Did you guys use your headlamp? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> kind of go through this little cave crevasse thing, and it was dark. It's like, hey, I can turn on my headlamp. So I did. <laughs> and then I needed it for <laughs> two seconds, and then I turned it right back off. Um, but yeah, you kind of emerge f- overlooking the lake now, so you can kind of see the, the uh, these structures off off in the distance. Um, you get some sniper, um, you get to snipe some jackals that are hanging out on the top of that um, top of that structure there. More supply canisters are here. Um, at this point, I'm is, I kind of feeling like this mission's like is this mission? This mission's kind of long, right? Like it, yeah, it, and it's a weird place to put that drop given what's about to happen. Well, right, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, why would you do that anyway? I think that's why, because I was like, because like I got another drop here. I'm like, I, oh, I gotta keep going, really. <laughs> um, and, and like in retrospect, like it's not a really long mission, but but when you find that those um that drop of of UNIC weapons, it makes you think that it's gonna be longer. But you essentially just kind of clear out this little area here, make it down to the door, and then you're done. Well, and we get our first encounter with the honor guards. Yes, which are a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes, but they have that sweet, yes, sweet armor. That, that armor so is sweet. so sweet. Mm-hmm. They pull out swords and just will sword you directly into the face. Yes, yes. they will charge yes, you. Yes, they will. And sword you. Rocket launcher is handy here if you have it. <laughs> In these yeah, tight quarters, point. I like to rock these bad boys straight away. Or just sticky grenades will take them out. That's usually what I do. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. doing. 
just stick your grenade them and back up and jump <laughs> yep yeah if you keep jumping they can't get you it's kind of funny they're just like underneath you swinging at swiping. you swiping right that's great <laughs> Yeah, so, and then the mission kind of just is like, boop, all right, here's your it's screen, like, here's how well you okay, did. Okay, we're done, here's the, here's the cutscene, congrats. Take a, take a breather, you did it. Um, yeah, uh, anything we, anything else you guys want to talk to about the, do you have any, any fun trivia, any more fun trivia, David? Um, for this mission, that's kind of what I got, a lot of it's about the cutscene stuff, mm-hmm. um, nothing else that really stood out to me, uh, I do have to say I really like this mission, I love, I like the other Halo. Yeah. I think it's a good balance of power weapons, vehicles, getting a lot of resupply drops, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. I don't like using Covenant weapons uh, that much. Except for the Carbon. Um, carbon's pretty cool. I don't mind the Carbon. Yeah. No, it's, it is good fun. I like this mission a lot. It's fun. It's open. It's varied. It's pretty. It's bright. And there's lots of lots to do. Lots of variation. You get a War Dog. You get a Scorpion. You know, you can use almost Ghost. all the weapons. Yeah, you're kind of cool. meandering through these these caves area lots to do um you can blaze through it pretty fast if you want but um you know if you take your time enjoy the waterfall it's a nice <laughs> little it's a nice little mission it's a good shoot 'em up mission too it's just mm-hmm. i want to shoot things with a bunch of different i want to shoot things with as many different guns as i possibly can right this is the mission for you <laughs> absolutely Absolutely. So why don't we just talk about it real quick? So I want to get to the community question that I asked. So I asked the community, which mission do you like better? The Halo, the first Halo mission from the first Halo game from Combat Evolved or this mission? Like which one is the better mission? They're both different. They're both unique. They both have different impact because Combat Evolved was like the first Halo game. um, The first time you were on the ring. Whereas this one, you kind of, you know, you've done that before, but you've you haven't been on the second ring quite yet, so you have you kind of know your way around what to do. This one throws almost everything at you um, in terms of your arsenal. Um, what do you like, Krista? Which one's your? What do you prefer? Combat Evolved or Halo Two? The first this mission? one's. I feel like Halo Two is just generally a more cinematic game, and I think that really helps it. I think the stakes are higher when we drop on this ring, and I think mm-hmm. the, uh, I mean, we get a lot more stuff. The good thing about the original Halo mission is that it's just, the the original Halo mission feels alien, while the Halo mm-hmm. 2 mission just feels, you know, business as usual, we're on another Halo again, we gotta go kill a prophet. Just because you've done it before, right? Yeah. 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 But this, this area, I... The ruins really adds the aesthetic to me, and I, and I hadn't even, you know, thought about what you just said before with, you know, maybe this is where some of the um, seedings, some of the other species were seeded and, and hanging out, or when they were, yeah, hanging out in the halo before they were going to be reseeded. Yeah. Um, that, that made sense. That makes sense to me. So it helps you know when you're coming in and seeing these ruins, you're like, well, this is weird and mysterious, but then replaying it now, knowing everything we know, playing playing you know encountering these ruins again is like well does this really make sense um but it does you know based off of what you just said so that 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 makes it feel i don't know more part of the larger lore not just kind of window dressing on the mission yeah i feel like halo and halo does a really good job at like nothing is here on accident Mm-hmm. Like there's there's usually some kind of theory or some kind of explanation for pretty much anything you find in a game. It's not just there for like 
oh, this looks really nice there, so we're just going to plop a bunch of temples down. Yeah. Yep. Or we're just going to throw a bunch of temples down just because, oh, you know, it makes it look cool, right? And you're in this old area that's also new. And wait, this old area that looks old, but is also really advanced technology. Yeah. Um, David, how about you? Which is the best Halo mission? Which is the best first Halo mission? Mm, so like, it's really hard between um, Halo and, and Delta Halo. Which is the better yeah. mission? Yeah, I've always given your know, Halo CE's my favorite one in the series. So, but I think they're very different. I think I might like Delta Halo more, just on the basis of it is nice, it is wide and varied. But like, so I, I think about it, so is Halo CE. <laughs> like you get all the power weapons. You there's no tank, I suppose. There's a cool Warhol part. I don't know. I mean, it's got cool. It's got the cool ancient structures. We didn't really know what was going there's, on. And there's a bridge in both of them. You got to hit a there's button. A bridge in both. That's bridge. true. There's an indoor underground part. There is. Mm, kind of selling it back to myself again. <laughs> you know, <I> see. <laughs> there's but, a sniper um, part. <laughs> I yeah. I don't know, man. It's pretty good. I mean, there's a waterfall. <laughs> they're very different, but like I know we're calling on a lot of similarities, but like, damn, I don't know. I think. You need to pick. <laughs> pick yeah, one. All right, David. Got we it. only have so much time. Um, <laughs> I'll say Delta because I think it does have more going on, and I know it, we, we're going to get into the next mission as well. I have trouble just think, breaking those two apart, so I always think of them together. I think together they suit really well, mm-hmm. and I think I like how they rolls in one into the other. I like your objective in this is like go kill a prophet. That's really cool. That's really dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I mean? In terms of how high that is, you're killing one of the three leaders of the covenant. Like that's such a huge, big deal, even for like in terms of the lore and like what you're trying to achieve. And yeah. that you're you're pretty much following up on the original mission that you were supposed to be doing in CE, which was to infiltrate and capture a prophet, which we talked about before, like Operation Red Flag. Of like that's what they were trying to do, and that all fell apart at the very start when the covenant showed up and reach. So. I like that it's just continuing that and kind of closing off that little kind of story of something that you started to do. And mm-hmm. um, it's pretty cool. So I'm going to go, yeah, go on. Delta Halo. So you're Delta Halo. So you're ha- saying you yep. hate Combat Evolved. Okay, got it. I hate All right, Combat Evolved. Yeah, um, that's okay. I burn was every single show. copy in existence just for you, David. <laughs> I hate this show. It's dumb. <laughs> I will say, I'll, I'll go with Halo from Combat Evolved. Just be, in, in the main difference, I, I really like both missions. Let me say that. Um, this one feels there's a lot of variety but it also feels more like a tunnel than halo did it's more when you're landing on the ring originally it's huge wide open and there and at the end of the mission there's a bunch of different paths to take which i think is um kind of setting the tone for the series in general um and there's there's obviously the nostalgia factor i think there's probably more to do in this mission in delta halo but halo that mission just helps kind of set the tone and it, it just it is it's big it feels big and there's lots of different ways to attack that mission so i'm gonna go with that one that's my answer Whatever. what do the community that's say the one I want. what do the community <laughs> say david and we got a couple of responses so from there's the some Facebooks, on discord too if you want to pop there's it a lot on discord Discord's very wordy okay well you can summarize let's see what i can get yeah so looking at the halo one and sorry halo facebook James M. Scott says, Bo were awesome. Combat Evolved was your childhood. Inspired me to join the Marines. Holy crap. Medically yeah. disqualified. Damn. 
Uh, maybe proud to be Hello Fanatic. I am today. Pro play, James. That's cool. Uh, right. Riley Taylor says three taking league as the mission has a Halo ring as well. Whatever. Get out of here, Riley. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, um, Brad kind of touches on what I'm thinking as well. Like, how can you choose between greatness over greatness? Um, both missions are amazing in their own ways. Scorpion section landing on top uh, in a drop pod, um, fighting the ODST and then drop a great hologram. So, yeah, it is pretty damn cool. Uh, Halo is great for other reasons. The open world feel, launching the warhead off the hills, like I said, is pretty cool. Uh, each area requires a different strategy to approach, and of course, the first time in the series you get to be on the very namesake of the game will always have a good feel. Um, yeah, also the fact that the mission is just called Halo, which is kind of what I like as well. Um, Lawrence uh, says, or sorry, Lance, uh, Delta Halo for me because there's just something about how all the architecture looked that made it more mysterious than how the ring looked in combat evolved. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Good enough response. Um, from the Discords, which is the first time I think we've done the Discords. Um, so we have Ghost saying, Delta Halo manages a bummy way to this day. Halo is fun, but Delta Halo is another level. Uh, Ghost also says, different route, like he says he likes the yeah, same, everyone likes kind of the open way field, but there's a bunch of different ways to take on Delta Halo as well. If you don't use the tank, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> but I think not using the tank is, makes it more challenging in some ways. So if, mm-hmm. if you're trying to take the Warhog through, for sure. Um, it's probably way harder. Uh, Goalie Sniper says CE because the opening walking out of the pod and looking up and turning around seeing the huge cliff. Get goosebumps every time. Driving around and collecting as many marines as possible. Wide open landscape which you can choose groups to save first but in saying that the opening cinematic of Delta Halo is incredible. Indeed. Um, and that's pretty much it. The first thing I did the gondolas and I was like crazy. Yeah, gondolas sucked. No one likes gondolas. <laughs> but, um, that's the next mission. Yeah. <laughs> okay guys. Very nice. Cool. Thanks for everybody that responded, as always. Um, Krista, let's talk some Terminal. Okay. This is actually one of the shorter ones. Um, We do get a lot of cool... um, Well, this one is a um, Sanshayum scribe that is kind of describing some of the history that they have between the Sangheili and specifically the Arbiters that the Sangheili have. Um, We get a lot of really cool shots of early Sangheili kind of civilization... Um, and the planet, of course, because saying Helios is a pretty cool place, I've heard. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, when, um, before the Covenant actually, um, found the Sangheili, uh, the, um, the Sangheili were a very warrior race. It was a lot of different clans fighting against each other. We kind of get a um, glimpse into that. The Arbiter was kind of either the ruler or the king over many of the clans. So he was kind of this end-all, be-all, you know, part king, part, part king. judge. Yeah. He was a warrior ruler over all of these clans because in their history, they were warring so much that they were, it was almost impossible for any technology to be built and there was no they were having they were at a stalemate because of all the all of the fighting so the arbiter kind of ruled over them and kind of united this civilization in some respects in order to because they became spacefaring before the sanshaihum actually found them so the sanshaihum show up and they're like i like your forerunner artifacts we'll be taking those and the Sangheili who worship the Forerunner artifacts and do not like touching them. They're just kind of temples not to be messed with. And of course the Sanshaihim always liked to learn from their technology and use it to their advantage. 
So they didn't get along very much. So the war happened, all that stuff happened. And then the scribe talks about, you know, what happens after the war and how they made the Arbiter, you know, just basically their right hand. It was their warrior in order for them to send out and do stuff. Because the Sanshaihem don't do anything. So, long and short, the Arbiter used to be leader of the Sangheili, and now they are puppets of the prophets. Mm-hmm. They are indeed. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Um, so, I did one thing I did forget is the skull. I forgot to look that up. Um, or I, forgot, I forgot to find it, essentially. But I always forget to find them. When you're <laughs> driving the Scorpion... Yeah. At the very end, we already talked about, like, we're at the very end where you can't drive the Scorpion anymore, um, and there's all those turrets, and that's where you get the, kind of the drop um, of the first weapon drop in there. It's in there. <laughs> you got to okay. jump around um, kind of in the back corner. I, I'm not going to really describe it, but you got to jump around and find it. Look up a guide. It's in there. It's the Envy Skull. Um, if you want, what, uh, do you get what, 10? tips. Look up a guide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you get 10 achievement points for it? Is that what you get? Skulls? I think, I think they're a 10, 10 gamer score. I think okay. for the skulls. I think so. So if you're a completionist, go grab it. Um, but as we mentioned before, all the skulls in Halo 2 are weird. But they are. But it is there. All right. Anything else before we close? We'll go hunt down Regret. We're going to go get him next. Oh, yeah. he's going to regret that. Yeah. Oh. Nice. <laughs> See what you nice. did there. Yeah, all the regret puns next episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that'll do it for our debriefing of the Delta Halo mission from Halo 2. On our next episode, we will be covering regret. Send us your thoughts at podcastevolved at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved on Twitter. Until next time, evolved. 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 Bye. (laughs)